Disney is suing Florida's governor, and a transgender lawmaker was banned from the Montana House floor. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Thursday, April 27th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. First up. The yeas are 217, the nays are 215, the bill is passed. The U.S. is moving closer to a debt limit crisis. Yesterday, House Republicans approved a controversial bill to raise the debt ceiling and also cut spending. It almost has no chance of getting through the Senate, which is controlled by Democrats. But Republicans hope to force President Biden and Democrats to negotiate a deal. The debt ceiling limits how much money the U.S. can borrow to pay its bills. If Congress doesn't raise or suspend it, the government could default as early as June. That would have devastating economic consequences. In more economy-related news... A key report comes out later today that'll show whether the U.S. economy grew or shrank over the past three months. It'll be another indicator of how the country is doing and whether we could be headed towards a recession. Number two. Donald Trump can't stop Mike Pence from testifying to a January 6th grand jury. The grand jury is investigating the 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol, and the former president has tried to block his former vice president from giving evidence. A court rejected Trump's request yesterday. This clears the way for Pence to speak under oath about the pressure he was under to declare the 2020 election results invalid. Number three, a transgender lawmaker was barred from the Montana House floor. Yesterday, Republicans formally punished Representative Zoe Zephyr, a Democrat, after she criticized their support for a ban on gender-affirming care for trans children. Zephyr addressed lawmakers yesterday before she was barred. And when the speaker asks me to apologize uh, on behalf of decorum, what he is really asking me to do is be silent when my community is facing bills that get us killed. He's asking me to be complicit in this legislature's eradication of our community, and I refuse to do so, and I will always refuse to do so. This is a bit of a different situation than what happened in Tennessee earlier this month, where two lawmakers were expelled. Zephyr will be allowed to participate, but only remotely, for the rest of the legislative session. And an important note here, This is all happening while a wave of anti-trans bills are being introduced across the country. Disney sued Florida Governor Ron DeSantis yesterday. That's story number four. The company accused DeSantis of political retaliation after his hand-picked oversight board voided a Disney-friendly deal. It was a sharp escalation and a long-running feud. If you want to dive into the back and forth between the two, we have a link to an explanation in our show notes. DeSantis, who's a Republican, is expected to run for president in 2024, and other Republican hopefuls wasted no time turning his clash with Disney into campaign attacks. At number five, the NFL draft begins tonight. The Carolina Panthers have the first pick. They traded spots with the Chicago Bears. 
The order is determined by team records, with last season's worst teams picking first. Quarterbacks have been getting the biggest buzz. Alabama's Bryce Young is expected to be the first pick, and three other QBs should go quickly, too. The first round starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, and it'll air on ABC, ESPN, and the NFL Network. The draft continues for six more rounds through Saturday. Here's number six. Some mega-popular diets may not be good for your heart. This is according to a new report from the American Heart Association. It analyzed the most popular diets using guidelines for heart-healthy eating, which are based on decades of studies. The buzzy keto and paleo diets got some of the lowest scores because restricting healthy carbs like fruits, vegetables, legumes, and whole grains can be bad for your long-term health. Some of the best ways to eat heart-healthy were pescatarian, Mediterranean, and vegetarian diets. And at number seven, James Corden's last episode of The Late Late Show airs tonight. The British comedian has hosted the CBS show for eight years. He took over for Craig Ferguson in March of 2015. He's known for segments like Carpool Karaoke and Crosswalk the Musical. He posted his last Carpool Karaoke with Adele a couple of days ago. This is it, the last carpool. I'm excited and scared in equal measure. I don't know, it's been a crazy eight years. Corden, who's 44 years old, announced his decision to leave last year. He said he's going back home to the UK. That's the show for today. As always, thanks for listening. If you want to share your thoughts about the show, we launched a survey last week. To fill it out, go to wapo.st slash the7pod. That's wapo.st slash the7pod. There's also a link in our show notes. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.